I told myself, you're going to sit your ass down and you're going to finish this course. Facts. So I sat down and I only I finished it in a day. And then like the day after I said, okay, bet. I'm going to drive and I'm going to go look for spaces. Like, cause I got to make this money do something. Right. Like exactly. it, 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 I don't have anything else. What's going on, you guys? It's your boy Char Slayer here, and today we have an amazing guest. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Digital Empire Podcast, where we talk about helping investors and entrepreneurs take themselves to the next level. So, like I said, you guys, we have an amazing guest. She has made so much money in this world. Over, I believe, what a quarter million now is what we're making right now. Like, that's what it is. Like, just a little some, some only a quarter. You see what I'm saying? Well, we definitely bring in Tanisha Lett into the into the table. What's going on? How you feeling? I feel amazing. Happy to be here. I love it. I love it. You on the first podcast? First one. Right. Top flight security. Okay. I mean, because you know, first class. Listen, (laughs) listen. The first one you had to go with the best. You always got to go with the best okay ain't nothing wrong with it you see what i'm saying that's why i'm here like look we got look y'all don't even know we got a whole lot of partnerships flying this way too there's a lot of money coming mm, i like money I can, let's money. talk about money for love a love money but before we even get to but let's before we even get to money tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into the space that you're at right now i want you to tell what you're doing right now how you killing the game with that um how did i become an entrepreneur exactly Okay, this started, really, honestly, it started when I was a kid because my dad, I watched him work, you know, at Waffle House and work his way up from a cook all the way up to district manager and then like owning a couple of them things. Mm. And then from there, he took the leap to owning his own cleaning company. My dad had vending machines. He did prepaid legal he did construction. Prepaid legal. Yes. Throwback. <laughs> right. A throwback. <laughs> I saw throwback. Listen, it's a forever. big time throwback. Taking you back to the what? 90s and 2000s. Yeah. What? Shout out to Dwayne, Pastor Lett. Um, Yes, he's oh a pastor Oh, my God. Too. So I grew up watching entrepreneurship. So I guess it's always been in my blood. And two, I can never keep a job. Hey, fam. It's Charcelay here. Hopefully, you guys are getting a lot of knowledge. And if you guys are getting value, make sure you click the like, comment, and subscribe button. And definitely hit the bell to get notified because I want to make sure I drop exclusive updates every single day. And if you guys have any questions, definitely put them in the comments below and hashtag HeySlayer. And I'll most definitely get to them when I can. If you want to join my exclusive community where you get updates before anybody else does, quotes and etc definitely text the word socials to 201-490-3822 family i want to see you win peace out oh so i just something about authority and people Mm. telling you what to do just never sat well with me Mm -hmm. so it started really i had a couple of ideas it started when i was pregnant with my youngest son probably like 2000 17-ish. Mm, so no, no, let's let's really touch on this. Not only are you an entrepreneur, but you're also a mother. That is correct. Two boys, 13 and 3. Shout out to Jamari and Leland. Okay, so so let's really tap into this before okay. we even get to the entrepreneurship, right? Let's talk about the motherly role. Okay. How 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 does it how do you balance being an entrepreneur and a mother at the same time? Shoot. That's crazy. 
honestly, it's hard. Like doing everything by yourself, but I have a village Mm -hmm. and I know it takes a village. I mean, like my, my youngest son's uh, dad and his family are amazing. They've helped out a lot when it came to the baby because there was so much stuff going on, like trying to run a business, trying to, you know, pay bills and things and postpartum depression. And, you know, it's just a lot of stuff that, you know, if I didn't have that Mm -hmm. village, then I don't, I'm not going to say I don't think I would have done it. It wouldn't have been able to be done in the amount of time. Right. It would have just took me longer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So a village is important because it definitely takes a village to race just one individual. Right. Mm -hmm. So you, but you have two, two. So you're saying that you have multiple people that's in your life assisting you and making sure that you have that well-balanced factor Right. Within entrepreneurship. So now with entrepreneur, what do you do in entrepreneurship right now? So I originally started with technology. Um, I have a repair shop, so I fix electronics like your phones, Uh. tablets, um, computers, desktops, the works. That's where I got my first taste of entrepreneurship mm, so you were out here in these streets saying look i got I the was, little, the I, little listen, screwdrivers I was or whatever out, absolutely i was hopping out the car because i did it I for my car days. first i jumped out the car you know what i'm saying you give mm-hmm. me your stuff and i was fixing it in the car hanging your joint back that was what i did really up until when covid hit they shut all that down because i mm. can't drive i can't be out so it was a little semi-panic you know what i'm saying mm. there was a whole lot of extra stuff that was going on too in my world that was just causing a complete upheaval but then i got into event spaces event Mm -hmm. spaces and vending and like so i've had vending machines but again because of covid that wasn't pulling any money either Mm. so i was stuck so how is it that event spaces was pulling in revenue when people or was it pulling in revenue when covid was hitting absolutely so how is that? Like, how is it pulling in revenue when people are at home? So there's different streams. So when people think event spaces, let me just say this. They think parties. You think baby showers. You're going to mm-hmm. think, you know, I don't know. Even any, weddings. Right. Wedding even parties. weddings. But mm-hmm. we know all of that stuff was shut down. But there's right. so many other different things that a an open space, an event space you can do. So there's classes. There's mm. COVID testing facilities. There's... Um, meetings, seminars, um, you can host your own type of events. There's there's so many other things like the the list goes on. So it's not just parties. I mean, we definitely do the parties, the weddings, the baby showers, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, the Sierra Sweet Sixteens, all that too. <laughs> Listen, we get it in over there, let's party. But I'm weak. So it's called Let's Party. Let's party. Two T's because it's me. L E T T S. All right. So it, I'm just letting y'all know if y'all want to get an event space, y'all Hello. know who to go to. Hello. It's all me. All right. So let's go let's go through this. So you said that so how was it in during during the COVID time? Like you said that there was like how was how would somebody approach you if they want to get into event space? Uh, that's a hard question because I've already had so many people approach me about it. I just, I mean, you could just honestly straight up ask, <laughs> and then I'll tell you what I'll charge you, which is probably going to be a minimum of like maybe five k. Mm-hmm. But everything's for the most part is going to be done for you. Um, which is really the avenue that I'm moving into. It's really just a dumb for you and your contract set up your mm-hmm. back office. Because truth be told, 
yeah, you can get the building, but it's a lot of stuff on the back office that right. you got to make sure is taken care of. So if I were, if I was a person and I wanted to get into event spaces because it's an investment, right? At the end mm-hmm. of the day, on, on my podcast, we talk about everything digital investment, right? Mm-hmm. Even though that's a more of a brick and mortar, you still have an online presence right. that you have to sustain, that right. you have to build off of like marketing and, and et cetera. So Absolutely. if a person is wanting to book an event from you mm-hmm. or event f- from you, yeah, for you, or however you want to call it. Using the space, right? Right. Using the space, utilizing the space. I got you. Great. Right. How does someone approach you in regards to that? Well, now you don't approach me. Um, we mm. have a website. So all of my stuff is automatic now. I have a team. I have a back office. So you wouldn't, I'd, even my friends, family, you know, go to the website and book. Right. But I'm very, <clears throat> I treat my business like a business. Like it's mm. not, a, I don't treat any of my businesses like a hobby. It's a business. So <clears throat> like somebody that's kin of somebody at Walmart, you can't just roll up and be like, hey, get this for me. No, it's a it's a system and it's a process that you got to go through. Right. So I still send people to the website. They fill out their contact form. They get in touch with our booking team. Um, and then we set that up for them. Mm. And then we go from there. Okay. So I know you mentioned your family when it came to your events-based business. Mm-hmm. How did your family feel when it came to you becoming an entrepreneur? Right. Because a lot of people don't have that form of support. Right. But a lot of people do. Like in my, on my side, my mom is an entrepreneur. She mm-hmm. was born. My family, my dad was an entrepreneur. But how does how did that work on your side? How did Was there a support system? Absolutely not. Mm. No, it's even though my dad's an entrepreneur, he's also a pastor. So his focus is the church. And my dad lives in the Philippines. Right. So it's not like I had that ability to reach out and touch him and ask him. Now, did I? Get his opinion? Absolutely, I did. Did he tell me it was a good idea during a pandemic? <laughs> no, it was insane, which a lot of people told me that was insane. And Right. Why would you open an event space in the middle of a pandemic? Which was a blessing. Well, $250,000 later. Right, mm-hmm, exactly. One year later, here we 100%. are. 100%. So I didn't have that support. It was a lot of learning mm. on my own that I had to do. A lot of bumping my head on my own that I had Mm. to do and figure out now another you know shout out to my business besties like they are phenomenal we bounce a lot of stuff off of each other we give each other a lot of feedback we uplift Mm. one another so that was also really you know I had to find my own community right and then that's where I get my support from my Mm. own community okay so speaking of a community right you're a part of one I am and I hear that you're out here in these streets. Listen, the really baddest community people. in the land. You feel me? <laughs> so tell me about that. How's that? What is that? What do you What do you do in this community? So, let first of all, shout out to my mentor. Mm. Life changing. Okay, let's let's name what's what's the Listen, mentor's name? Mister Nehemiah Davis mm, himself. Right. Listen. The GOAT? The GOAT. Okay. The event space GOAT. The digital marketing all around entrepreneurial GOAT. Yep. 100%. <clears throat> so the community, that's the community I was talking about. It is amazing. Mm. It is life-changing, life-shattering, altering. There is shattering. Like no that. community that I have been a part of since being an entrepreneur that has been like this one. So you think a community is important in regards to being extremely important. Mm. I have cried on some of these people's shoulders. These people know right. my deepest, darkest secrets. They know my ups, my downs. 
financial, I mean, everything. Right, right, right. So that's crazy because, you know, as a person who's in Nehemiah's mentorship, you know what I mean? It's community is everything. Absolutely. So the fact that you're in, he has different communities that are obviously similar. You're in the event space. I'm in his inner circle, Mm -hmm. right? You're still technically in the inner circle. You still get the sauce, right? So you get you probably get the sauce before we do. <laughs> no, it ain't even like that. I don't I don't get the sauce. I just I love being in the environment. I love being in the room. I don't care what it costs. I don't care where I got to do, right. where I got to go, who I got to get through. I know if there's something on the other side as far as information that I need, I'm going to get it. That's just mm. I I'm, I'm going to do everything that I can to get to where I need to be and accomplish my goals. So do you believe a mentor should be a part of that process? Absolutely. 100%. I, from when I was an entrepreneur on my own, which, when did I take? So I took a, because this isn't the first class or anything that I've paid to kind of get a fast pass, but Mm -hmm. there was nothing ongoing. Like I learned uh, repair from my first mentor, um, Nicole. She has, she she taught me repair. Nicole didn't, which Nicole? Um, She owns Cellbotics. That's the name of her school. I feel like that name sounds familiar. Probably. You've seen her. She's probably seen her on Instagram or something like that. She is huge in the technology world. Mm. And then being a woman is something that I resonate with as well. Nice. So she taught me a lot of stuff as far as like business and everything to do with electronic repair. Mm -hmm. 100% everything. I I learned a little bit from the Army, but I learned the majority of that from her. But the only thing is like after... And I know that was still, it wasn't the beginning stages, but for me, I didn't know how to actually reach out and say, hey, can you help me? You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. So it was, you know, after I left class and left under her tutelage, then, you know, I went on about my, you know, I went on it on my own. Right. And so being an entrepreneur on your own is cool. It's amazing to say, you know, I did it 100% by myself, pulled myself right, up. Self-made, by, you right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, that's that's cool. But no, having the knowledge that I have now I would go back, tell myself, stay under her right. as much as you can. Hell, if you got to move to the same city as them, move. Right. Um, having a mentor has changed my life 100%. So I wouldn't have the knowledge. I wouldn't have the access. I wouldn't know the people that I know mm-hmm. without having a mentor. So, and I'm glad you said that because your dad was somewhat of a mentor, right? Absolutely. When it came to like your vending machines, because you said you have vending machines. Mm-hmm. So how is that vending machines business going right now? After COVID, vending machine business is going amazing. So it's popping right now. It's popping. Oh, vending machines are truly popping. So, and okay. I don't know, I have like maybe one combo machine that I have to check once every two weeks, mm. but the other one's just gumballs. Like okay, it's just so the candy machines. How many you got? How many locations you got? How many accounts you got with? It's 45 machines total. Golly. Yeah. So it's like Damn. a route. So I have to take like what, one day, maybe a Saturday and a Sunday out of every Sheesh. month and just hit every route. But you got to remember, it's just gumballs. Okay. Gumballs. So- M&M's. How, how does a person get into vending machines, gumball machines? Like, tell, 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 tell look, on this podcast, we give okay. the sauce. So, okay. This is my thing. <laughs> I know a lot of people, they're like, you know, I'm going to go buy a machine first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wrong. I think that's wrong. I think for me, this is my opinion. Right. I think that's dumb. Why would you buy a machine and you don't have a place to put it? Right. Now it's just sitting. Now you wasted money. Exactly. What you can do, and I I peep a lot of places that I go, Mm -hmm. and I like to really target mom and pop shops Mm because big corporations, it's too much you got to go through. Okay, so what is classified as a mom and pop shop? I would say something with 100 employees or less. 
Mm. Mom and pop shop. Okay. 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 All right. So we scout the place first. Absolutely. Listen, I'm a professional locator. Okay. So so break it down for me. After we okay, spot so the location, what we do? Perfect example. I went to go get my car fixed. And truth be told, I'm pretty sure y'all probably done ran across a couple locations. You be like, dang, I'm hungry. I've been sitting here for hours. Hello? Only the thing about being an entrepreneur. All we do is solve a problem. Exactly. We are professional problem solvers, but mm -hmm. we're doing it on our own. Right. If you're in any form of management, you're a professional problem solver. So, mm. but okay, back to the vending machine. Sorry, because I can go off on a tangent. Okay. No, no, no. Let's let's break it down. Like we we got the location. Okay. We 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 scouting. So how to scout? Okay. You can cold call. You can drive. Mm -hmm. Um, I do a little bit of both, depending on how I feel that day. Mm -hmm. Um. Or it's just you notice it. So, perfect example. I went to go get my car fixed, which I had to get like an oil change, had like right. flux capacitor, proximeter sensor. I don't know. It's Whatever. Too many. Right. It was a whole lot of stuff. Um, but I was sitting there and he was like, it's going to be about two hours. And then I noticed like he had like candies and chocolates sitting out on the, on the table or whatever. And so I went to use the restroom and I was looking around in the shop and I'm like, Oh, he ain't got no vending machine in here. Oh, so we Because I look, and I'm like, I'm okay. getting a little thirsty now. It was a Mexican restaurant, like, right next door. But I was like, I don't feel like walking over there. Like, plus, I'm, I had my laptop out. I'm working. I'm like, dang, I killed for some chips right now. I can't get chips in the Mexican spot, right? Uh, so I'm like, let me ask this man about a vending machine. Mm -hmm. So, because, you know, like, I am ain't finna tell you, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, what, right, what I'm right. thinking in my game plan. I asked him, I was like. Do you have any? And I asked him, I was like, you have like a bottle of water or like some chips or anything like that? He was like, no, nah, all I got is these candies. And it was like some, you know, old people candies, like the ones that be in the pocket with the hair on it. You take oh, it out the pocket. Nasty. Yeah, the little lint hair. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's gross. But whatever. We're not going to eat that. Mm -mm. So Y'all don't get none of that. Listen, okay. don't eat that candy. Like, the, that. The, you know, the one that be in the bottom of grandma's purse. And she be like, here, baby, I got some candy. And it got like hairs on it. Oh. Like cat hair, dog hair or whatever mm -hmm. on it. You ain't mm -hmm. never seen the order candies that you one no, of the no, kids that licked off I'm just off like, nah, I'm not going for and it. And put it back in the wrapper, and they be trying put to give it. Back. Oh my god! <laughs> put it so, back in the wrapper. Yeah, you ain't never like licked. Listen, let me tell you. So, I'm gone before that even happens. Let me tell you, being a pastor, a PK, and we sitting in church all day now. I got to save my snacks. My sisters, my <laughs> older sister, and my baby sister, they knew how to conserve snacks. Okay. Okay. I'm, so how are they conserving? I'm a fat kid at heart. I don't know how to conserve snacks, but I learned like with peppermints and like candies. So like Jolly Ranchers, I would take Jolly Ranchers, right? I put them in my mouth, suck on for like five, 10 minutes. Okay. Cause we got, listen, it's revival day. We finna be here from 8 a.m. to midnight. Yo. You feel me? So I would take my Jolly Rancher. This is my last one. So I put it back in the wrapper, right? Wrap it up. All right. Put it back in my little fake church purse, right? And I was the like, tight ones with the little absolutely bruh. listen absolutely <laughs> and that's the only reason so i wised up to why my sisters started carrying purses okay, okay. so they carrying purses to hide snacks hey fam it's charcelay here hopefully you guys are getting a lot of knowledge and if you guys are getting value make sure you click the like comment and subscribe button and definitely hit the bell to get notified because i want to make sure i drop exclusive updates every single day and if you guys have any questions definitely put them in the comments below and hashtag hey slayer and i most definitely get to them when i can if you want to join my exclusive community where you get updates before anybody else does quotes and etc definitely text the word socials to 201-490-3822 family i want to see you win peace out because uh, we're tired listen my so this is what he had 
no yes he had like di- like yes it was dirty candy Mm-mm. like like dirty candy did and you, i'm like did you no, eat it? no 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 do i look like it. i ate it <laughs> do i do i look like i would eat used candy i'm just absolutely absolutely not no so i asked old buddy i was like okay so have you ever thought about putting a vending machine in here and he was like well yeah i i have but you know it's just not something i looked into the costume but it's just not something that you know i can afford so i was like um i was like well do you mind i I told him i was like well i do offer vending services to small business owners you know i put Mm -hmm. on my professional voice and whatnot listen even though i had my finest my finest fashion fit, (laughs) so i still had to be like professional or whatever right right so I told him, I was like, well, I do offer um, vending services for free because I tell mm-hmm. them for free to mm-hmm. small business owners. He was like, so what does that look like? And so I told him, I was like, well, basically, you know, my team and I will bring in the machine. We'll fill it up. You don't have to do any of the maintenance, any of the work. And that's it. And I was like, and basically it'll supply to, you know, your team in the back, you and your clients that come in. So that way they don't mm-hmm. have to go across the street to Walmart. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go next door to the Mexican spot. They have chips, drinks and all that. And he was like, yeah, well, it sounds like a, a good thing. And I also told him, like, so I do coffee services, too. So whoa, 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 that's whoa, that's a part whoa, of vending. Whoa, Absolutely. Whoa. Okay, okay, yes. okay. You're teaching me something new here. Oh, you didn't know? Okay, okay. Hold up. You didn't know. What is the different types of vending in your like break it down for me? Like you said coffee services. How does that look? How how does that work? So dang I left my laptop over here. I really could have pulled up the contracts and everything and show you, but we can do that after yeah we, we can talk about that so i want to get into it i have I'm, contracts i'm willing in place and everything okay one before we even get yeah. how much does it cost to get into this to this game once you find your location you can find you a good it depends on the type of machine that you want okay do you want to do the your machines gumball routes child you can find you a good gumball machine about a hundred dollars 125 so so Probably so less than you're, that, you're telling you're telling them yeah. that they could start right now hundred dollars for a gumball machine yeah if you scout your location yes absolutely 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 after they get through the location how much does it cost to actually fill up the gum machine girl you can go to sam's get you the big box variety box how much of those they like seven eight bucks but you know when you gotta you know in atlanta we got a plug we got a little food stamp plug instacart don't even care about it now now you can instacart stuff from sam's club and, and all that can you pay with food stamps Oh, no, we can't do okay, that. Okay, listen, because oh, oh, I got a plug. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We I got a plug. Oh, okay. We definitely getting that plug fl- look, flowing. I, plug, I want like 40 vending machines. It's And it's passive, like gumball machine. It's easy. It's gumball. really passive. I want I want it really. I want passive income. And that's 100% like truly passive. If it's something that, you know, you're. Like the you soda machines extra, and yeah, the snacks no. are the ones I that's mean, like. I would say the combo machines, like your soda and snack machines, is if it's in a great location, you're going to be there joint at least at least once if not once a week every two weeks that's what i thought yeah yeah, yeah. but the passive is like monthly three Absolutely. weeks in. yeah okay Your candy machines so because okay. you got to think as a kid we used to love the gumball machines the little toy machines the little well you can get your skittles your peanut m&ms like it's it's vending you got man look they have vending machines that sell weave Okay, they sell sanitizing supplies. Wait, 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 chill. I yeah. swear, eyelashes. <laughs> you know, you ever been to the airport and the yeah. little Best Buy has vending machines that sell electronics. That's vending. Oh. See, but people are just thinking like candy and gum. You can do so much oh. with a vending machine. Oh, you're, you're, mm-hmm. it's, it, the light bulb is flicking. It's Everything. flickering. It's, 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 it's turning. You can put anything in the vending machine. Okay. And okay. if you go to like these other countries, like, 
Japan mm-hmm. and you know China. You look at their they their some of their vending machines dispense whole fruit. Some of them are cutter. Like I seen the other day on TikTok because I follow vending TikTok because I, I like to. You, you heard know. of this app called Vending Biz? Yes. So I was just watching, you know, social proof podcast. Right. You know how it goes. We gotta, we gotta. We, right. You already know. So I haven't downloaded the app. Actually, I'm gonna download it. You know, today. Mm-hmm. That was the plan. So I'm hearing you can actually buy routes. Um, you don't need the vending biz to buy routes. Like once you locked in the community, I have like three or four people that I consistently bought routes from there's a guy right now that's selling a route it's like nine thousand dollars and it's like six machines but it's like in south carolina which type what type of machines <clears throat> different machines so it's so like it's the actual ranges, yeah ranges. Food machines. there's a route right now for sale in like macon i think the dude wants like i think it was like seventy thousand for it How many but machines? it was on it was a lot of machines and it was in like a, a huge Look, I'm not Company. trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to buy routes. I'm trying to buy machines. I mean, that's one way to... you can go if you want to go about it. Once I've done it all the way, so I bought routes. I bought machines. Scouted locations. Basically, you know, had stuff given. And like sometimes, a lot of these people that they just want to offload them. They just want to get rid of them. Exactly. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. So, so, so we're let's let's get let's get back okay. to the juicy part. All right, okay. all right, all right. Because this is interesting, actually. Okay. All right. So, coffee vending machines it's and not th- coffee vending machines okay, so it's it? considered vending like i would come in and set up your coffee stuff like you know your creamers your mm-hmm. this is this is just me thinking out of the box this is for me now i don't know if everybody else is doing it but i know it was for me like i i have left a keurig there and i just stock it i tell them i leave the keurig here for you and your people because you didn't have a keurig i'll leave uh, the keurig here for you and your people and mm-hmm. keep it stocked with coffee Okay. You know what I'm saying? Coffee creamer, and then I get like a percentage or whatever from that. Okay, so let's talk about percentages. How do they get paid? How they do you don't. get paid? So you you don't, there's nothing. There's just like this, I just want to set I this don't, here. I, none of my routes, I have to pay commission. None of my mm. routes. I know there are some people that offer people commission. I, I'm, this is all of, your bread. Yeah, I'm doing all the work. What do you have to do but just eat the food? But again, that's just me. But mm. some people will tell you, yeah, you can offer, but you don't ever go in offering to give somebody some money. Okay, all right. Why would you do such a thing? All right, That's right, crazy. right, right. So, so, so. Because when they, this is this get, is the, when I get that pushback, they're like, okay, well, what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. That's when I hit them with, well, you don't have to do anything. My team and I will come in, we'll keep it stocked. We'll keep whatever your favorites are, the things that you're looking for. You have to do zero work, zero maintenance. It helps boost morale with your employees. It helps boost morale with your clientele, which it it <clears throat> makes the wait not feel as long. So then in turn, it's going to give you good reviews. It's building better rapport for your employees as well as your clients. All right. So how does a person go into like what does the contracts look like when it comes to vending machines like help help brother out here so again my contracts and again everybody's gonna be different but Mm -hmm. don't move my okay (laughs) wherever i put my machine wherever i put my stuff when i come back it better be here so they don't ever touch it uh yes i have had a a company i have had a company where they'll move my my, out the way and put it like in the back or no that's not what we agreed on yeah so those are just things that you agree on but proposals signed and so we understand Mm -hmm. um because they will move your machine they absolutely positively will why um probably because it was it could be in the way it's an eyesore i don't know a couple of 
one they was just trying to tell me it was in a way and it wasn't girl it is by itself minding its own business but mm. um i also like non-competes mm. non-competes facts so absolutely put in a non-compete clause because can't nobody else come up in here enjoying my sh- thank you i'm gonna need that contract a par- uh, parentheses s a parentheses close okay, okay? I'm, I gonna need, I'm gonna need that actually would be better i would like to be a silent partner in vending machines and see you can but i don't need a silent partner for mine i just want a partner okay you have a partner but you could literally do it yourself okay teach me how to do it oh you want me teaching it? i want i want the whole shebang this could be off and off you know, here i've never i ain't never taught vending machines it's just but I again, I grew up with it, so I know that's probably why it's something. It's probably for me. instinctive. Yo, and it's crazy. I used to hate it as a kid. For real, man, hell yeah. My daddy used to have a me, not us. It was me, <laughs> not my other siblings. My daddy made me do a whole lot of stuff. Man, I sit back and think about it. My, excuse me. My daddy had me cutting grass, weed eating, filling up vending machines, cleaning with his cleaning company. And then I look back, I'm doing literally everything. Cleaning with my dad. company. Yes, my dad owned a commercial cleaning business as well, just like I do. I'm really following in my father's footsteps. That is scary. Wait, so how many businesses do you have? I have the vending machine, the event space, the repair company, the cleaning business, um, the podcast, and okay. the trucking company, and then, which is coming really this year, honestly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the trucking company, and then the property management company. So I'm actually going to go to school to do like residential construction because mm-hmm. I want to learn. It, that is actually a, a important thing to learn. Yeah. Especially if it's in real estate or And that's what I'm getting any, actually next. anything. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. you have and 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 I like I said, I get personal, okay? That's fine. What what is this what does the cash flow look like monthly for the businesses that are up right now? She at least like thirty K. Thirty K total or each? No, thirty K total. And the reason it's thirty K total is because the clip, oh, I forgot about the rentals. So the event rentals as well. But it's oh, yeah. because last year, you know, I was really learning, like mm-hmm. building foundations and learning. Mm-hmm. Majority of it last year came from vending and event spaces. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I was learning then. I made my mistakes. I hit my head. Now I know what to do. So this right. year, oh, this, this is dumb. Okay, so we're making 30K gross. What does expenses look like? Total. I'm cheap, so <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to you. I'm cheap. I'm cheap as hell. No, so. ain't nothing, look, ain't nothing wrong with being cheap and expensive. I like to keep my expenses minimum, so I pay, what is it, maybe about, if you don't include gas, because that comes off the gas cards. Right. Good old business credit. Facts. Um, roughly about 6K. Ooh, so, oh, so we're, we're really eating off t- what twenty four thousand? Absolutely, and then oh, wow. outside of like my personal bills, but like business expenses, right? Yeah, roughly about six k. So we're we're really, so we got whatever we want to do type money, lifestyle money. Well, we don't have whatever we want to do well, type but, money. But I, I mean, we what well, you're right. We do have you do have kids. Mm-hmm. You do have a, you know a whole family involved. So there is a lot of those expenses, mm-hmm. and they say kids are what ten times more expensive than us. 
I'm I cheap. Don't know. My kids are cheap. They're I not. They're not. My kids love cra- Juicy Crab Child. They eat crab, juicy crab, crab is good. No, no, no. Let me tell you something about Juicy Crab. That thing is. Listen, Juicy that, Crab slaps. That, that juicy juicy crab, crab. Whatever that sauce is, yo. Yeah, I can make the sauce. I know you can cook, so I know you can make the sauce. I can. If I got the ingredients, I can definitely make the sauce. So let me tell you something. For juicy sure, Crab so. got me in a a chokehold. Never what? let it go. Juicy Crab got me in a, a serious chokehold. What 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 juicy crab do to you? Listen, I eat juicy crab every day. Seafood in Mexican, that's my joint. Juicy crab every day. You're crazy. That literally, my stomach cannot do it. I can eat juicy crab and Mexican food every day. Mexican food is smacking. But I can't I can't eat I can't eat juicy crab or Mexican food every day. I I can eat seafood every day, but just not it's the sauce for juicy crab for me. Love it. It, I love it. Burn my, my stomach. Listen, burn though. the roof in my mouth. Burn my stomach lining. I don't want my. I don't want it burning. Though. Burn it. It's good going down. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> burn my stomach. Listen, bur- I was about to say something else, but I was. I'm just gonna let you know that I right. already know. Okay. Okay. So we was losing. Okay. That's why I gave you the so look. We were in the same place. Oh, okay. I was. You gotta listen. say. You gotta say. Pause after that. Me. Church finger. Me. Yes, the church finger got to go up on that one. Let's just see. It's the it's the it's the pastor children that be out here in these streets. Okay, I'm not even gonna I lie to you. I'm a good PK though. Oh, I'm not one of them. Oh, I'm one of the other ones. So okay, all right. Look, I'm just. just I saying. am listen, save, sanctified, okay. with the Holy Ghost. I might cuss a little bit. You know, but ain't but, nothing wrong. Uh, look, look, ain't nothing wrong. Fornication, I would never, girl. This podcast is explicit, so <laughs> I don't. Give a fuck. Fornication? That's crazy. I would never do anything like that. I'm weak. Mm-mm. All right, so let's let's get back let's get back into this real quick. Let's 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 really break down. Okay. What you want? We know? got five to six businesses in the works. How do you manage stress? And you're stress a mother. That's stress a whole out, different stress job. Stress out of my mind. Do you hear me? So how do you? Why do you delegate some of these businesses? Hell yeah. Okay. What what does that look like? Um. So the event space for the most part is. 98% delegation. Okay. 98% okay. it has to, in order for me to be at optimum optimus primal performance. <laughs> <laughs> you have to delegate. You got to have a team. You can only go so far by yourself. So how many people do you have under like people wise, team wise? Six. Six people is Six. running your event space right now. Yes. Wow. Six. Okay. So what about vending machine? That's just me. That's just you. That's just why. Me. Why not delegate that task? Because I don't want to give nobody else no money. Oh, so is that that one's eating, eating? I like that money. Oh, because then I have to pay somebody to drive. I don't want to. So that's forty-five locations that you have to hit. Yes and no, because some some locations have more than one machine in them. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. So, who said you can't hit same place twice? Okay, hello. So, <laughs> Some people need a drink and a snack okay. machine and the coffee. Okay, so so let's let's say this, right? Is this all in? Because we're currently in Atlanta, mm-hmm. so is this all in Georgia? Absolutely. So, how far out in Georgia are we talking? Maybe like forty-five minutes, like Latonia, Conyers, um, Stoneman. They're all kind of like it's 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 a route. So it starts at Camp Creek, and then I kind of just work my way up, like around, around two eighty-five. Yep, type and I area. come on back down. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a literally an all-day process. Yes, it is. With but traffic, majority like I've I've mapped it out because majority of the time there are Sam's near or close to everywhere I'm going. Um, so I don't have to. I know a lot of people. That's why I got that big 
you know what I'm saying, they have big body bins outside to mm. load up the truck and right, then right, right. maneuver. So do you purposely pick locations knowing where certain, like Sam's Club, certain places are? No. It just it just happens. Just to, coincidence? Yeah. It's just coincidence, yeah. Okay, so so we have gumball machines, just you doing it. You yeah. doing the routes. Saturday, Sundays, you hitting those bad boys. Mm-hmm. They hitting they coming through with the revenue. What was, you said project management. What yeah. does that look like? So property management. Oh, property management. Property Excuse management. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you already know I am doing a little bit of project management, but I'm weak. <laughs> just a little bit. But no, um, property management, which go it, it ties into my dad told me last year that I need to start getting into real estate. So 100%. stocks and real estate, which again that that's still new for me. Which you, um, which you know we do our thing over here. Hello. Okay. Shout out look. to social currencies. Okay, social currencies all day. It is sponsored by Social Currencies, by the way. Just want to let you know. Letting them know. Come on, shameless plug. Okay, look. We're just going to go ahead and put that out there. Like, y'all don't even know what's going on. But no, let's continue. Let's go. So, he told me I needed to get into real estate and stocks. Still working on the stocks, but I'm making my way downtown to real estate. Okay? Mm. So, I decided to... He told... My dad told me that he took, like, a construction class or something from back in the day, back in, I don't know, 1927 wherever he was at but anywho wait 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 Mm -hmm. the year whatever that was like 1910 1905 whenever how old is your dad he's not even that old my dad and your mom probably the same age but he's gonna hear this and be like girl don't play with me (laughs) i was was kind of confused for a moment don't play with me i think my dad was born in my mom was born in 68 or my daddy was born in 68 i don't know one of the two one okay, was 68 okay. one was 69 something like that they're so, like but, but he told you to get in real estate he did he told me i needed to that should be my next venture because i'm doing everything else he said <laughs> i need to go ahead and get into real estate so i said okay let me find me a construction school put this hard hat on get this hammer you know get the banging on bitch and whatnot i mean banging on like wood and stuff but um so I found a couple of different schools, but I'm glad I, you passed through that like you just did. Go ahead. I did. Yeah, let's get right on past it. So I found this real estate school in like Gwinnett County. Um, they teach like construction because I want to learn everything. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily something I want to do, but if I gotta get in there, I like to know that I can. Right, the renovations and all of that. All of my business. Everything in your business should you should know about. For I, sure. I, right, I feel like I should, and a lot of people, you know, the rich rich people, they just hire somebody and they trust them to do it. Right. I feel like I need to have a little bit of knowledge in everything that I'm putting my hands on. Mm-hmm. But that's that's me. Other people be like, nah, just. Find somebody to do it and call it a day. Now, certain stuff, right. I will just find somebody to do it and call it a day because mm-hmm. I don't feel like devoting that much energy to it. Heard automation versus automatic. <laughs> Hello. So, but every business that I own as of today, I have knowledge on how to run it without a mm-hmm. team. So, but I always feel like you should know, how are you going to tell somebody else how to run your business if you don't know how? Exactly. Okay, so... We have property management, vending machine, event spaces. You said you had two or three more. What was the other two? The cleaning company, the event rentals. Okay, so so, furniture rentals. So, do you need a team for those two? If so, how many do you have on those? Absolutely. So, push up on game. Cleaning company. I don't clean houses. It's mainly like my contractors. So I hire out Mm. contractors. I'm a professional middleman. That's what I do. Mm, I feel like I was pulled. I was put on this planet by the Lord Himself to be a professional middleman, Mm. and I am damn good at it. Right. So I have contractors um, that clean residential homes. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to stick my toe into commercial, which I started with MySpace. So funny thing is. MySpace? Every, no, MySpace. My oh, event. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, my oh. event space. So, say, oh, we throwing back throwback. Okay. Listen, 
I don't even want to go back to MySpace. But <laughs> so like with my cleaning, uh, my cleaning company, anytime I hire mm-hmm. a cleaner to clean the venue, I get some money on the back end for it. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. I know, huh? All of my businesses tie into each other somewhere. (laughs) Repeat that again. Anytime, repeat that again. Let me make sure I'm following. Every time Mm -hmm. I hire a cleaner Mm -hmm. to clean the venue in between events and do Mm -hmm. deep cleans, Mm -hmm. I get money on the back end. Okay, so so we're going by, we're breaking back. Let's just tie it back to what Neo said. He said, let's work on amateurs get paid on the front end, professionals get paid on the back end. And what am I? So you are being paid on the back end as a professional should so how does that work so you're so you're not getting paid on the front end or are you getting paid on the front end? no so i get basically i have um i use a payment processing system where my con so i technically do get paid from the venue Mm -hmm. the company pays the the company not the Mm -hmm. actual contractor then i get my cut then i pay them out so i'm collecting the money i'm giving them the i'm just telling them where to show up Gotcha, gotcha. That's cool. But I still have to hire and do all the other stuff, like do, conduct interviews, perform, sign contracts, don't poach my clients, so on and so forth, the whole nine. So how does that look when someone comes to you? How do you search for your contractors? Indeed. Mm. Facebook Marketplace, Facebook Groups, Craigslist, Let Go. I found cleaners side of the road i found other cleaners cleaning other businesses okay and i let them know hey i'll bring you consistent money consistent people consistent clients and so how consistent how consistent are we talking we're doing pretty good so are do you clean every day every week how does that work three Mm -hmm. times a week because again the, the business is is fairly new Okay. So my first month we pulled in like 3k the first mm-hmm. month That's um, when I first started it. <clears throat> and that was like uh knit. So that was after oh, after so yeah. okay, after expenses. All right, right. That's what's up. So they're averaging about cuz you got to think like let's just say one cleaning person can probably clean three houses a day. One okay. team. Okay. Like if it's if it's a team of two like, cuz let's just I just like to assume everybody's doing deep cleanings cuz deep cleaning is going to take a grip. And sometimes it could be longer. So there right now I have about eight contractors, mm. eight different contractors that I give jobs to that I have on in there. They're really good. So some people I've gotten through word of mouth and other people that I know. Um, I don't recommend hiring people that you know of. No, just because mm, I've heard that's not the first time I heard. Yeah. That. You know what I'm saying? It's like my people still see me as, you know, Tanisha from way back when. Right. They don't. They don't see a uh, big baller, shot collar type. Okay, all right, all right. Period. Okay, with so, the with the with the you know what I mean. And it's mine. You see the ponytail. <laughs> don't play. It's all mine. I'm Thanks. weak. I'm weak. But yeah, so about eight contractors. Um, and you know I'm only collecting like twenty, forty bucks. Maybe I'm not greedy. Like twenty, forty mm. bucks on the back end. But at the same time, I don't have to do nothing. So we're talking twenty, forty. So that means you're getting a lot in the month. A lot of cleans in a month. So mm-hmm. how does someone contact you? Um, so we have a website. Okay. Website, like it's a whole a whole setup. It's a website. People go on, they book, and then we send out the cleaners. So okay. it's just like any other, you know, Molly made. Because truth be told, Molly made, that's all that is. So how did you learn about, is that from, still from your dad? My dad. So your dad is the GOAT. 
listen, Dwayne, and listen, like, so my dad also, him and I have been talking, he wants to start a, a credit repair company, because my dad used to do credit taxes, mm. and he's doing business credit as well, but he, he, this is the thing, I ain't really know how tapped in my daddy was, till we actually sat down and had, like, real conversations, and he was going over my books and stuff with me, and he was like, okay, you might know what you're doing over here, okay. uh, duh, Dwayne, I tried to tell you, and then when he hit me with some stuff, I was like, Okay, you might know what you doing over right, here too. Right, right, right. You're not. You know, that's how it was when I was talking with my mom and everything about the business and everything. It's just right, and so you realize y'all got a lot yeah, in common. Facts, exactly. Right, y'all have a lot in common, and then it just really. Now me and my daddy talk all the time, and like mm. we're investing in businesses and stuff together. I'm just, I'm, I'm shook because I was like, dang, daddy, you should have been teaching me this. I just think. If I had the drive and the mindset that I have right now as a kid, I was like, if my daddy had ingrained this stuff in me when I was a child. So how so how would you teach that to your children? It's difficult when you're younger. You don't have the same mindset now. You know, that's so hard. Because my oldest, like, let me show you his Instagram profile, first of all. You're going to trip out. <laughs> so it, Does it, he it, look 80? You know, these kids nowadays is... Child, please don't he got facial started. hair already? He does not. My baby's still a baby. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure. So, read know. that. Okay. Child actor, future millionaire, and soon to be business owner, and he's take, taken? Well, he's not. Girl. By he's not who? Girl. By nobody. By nobody. Am I disabled? He's taken by nobody. Nobody. But why, does, why is he taking Because he got a little girl that he liked, but that's, oh. that doesn't matter. Girl, and don't. How old is he? He's thir He just turned 13. He 13? He already he already taken? He already no, he's not. Streets. No, he's not. Look, at 13, your boy was dating. Nah, B, this is No, I don't know what you mean. Here. Tell me what you mean. Well, you know different generations. No. You feel what not I'm saying? My, do you, look at me. Look you, at me and who I am. Generations. What do you, do you think? <laughs> do you think? Now, look at me. You knowing me, do you think when you were thirteen, what were you doing? I was in the house. My dad's a pastor. What do you think? Okay. So you know the meme with uh Squidward and he watching SpongeBob and Patrick and them outside playing? Right. Mm. I was Squidward. I'm I'm weak. watching the kids outside. <laughs> what? Going outside playing. But he my you know, parents they took might me to be prom. Chilling, you know what I mean? Listen. Like, Neva took me to prom. Okay? <laughs> my mama took me to prom. You think Dwayne and Neva wouldn't let us go nowhere? So so let me let me make sure we on the same page. Mm -hmm. He's already in the mindset. So you're saying he's further than he's, your mindset. Absolutely. Then. Absolutely. Because so, he sees it. He's, he's been seeing me in my entrepreneurial struggles, mm. you know, cause that's, that's my first. He didn't, we didn't been through some things together. Let's talk about the struggles real quick as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. How, like, what are some of the struggles that you went through as an entrepreneur opening, especially as a serial entrepreneur? Yeah. So what are some of the struggles that you've gone to? Gone Being through? broke. Being yeah. broke. <laughs> homeless. Child. Skipping on bills. Not paying bills. Getting stuff cut off. Um, getting a car. No, I didn't get repoed. I gave it back because the check engine light had came on, and I think I had been driving until like the transmission was tearing up because it was skipping. So I just told them come get their shit. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> just come get your car. Um, so done. they didn't count it as a repo. They just I don't Yo, know what is it. Is it a voluntary repo? I don't I was even like, come know. Come get this raggedy shit. Cause the fact like, that the, you went through that whole story so quickly. Listen, had me weak. Eh, it's all right. Cause like the bumper or the front bumper was hanging off the bitch. It was I missed my Jetta though. Shout out to J Dub. So wait, wait. <clears throat> so being broke, repossession, 
But like I'm talking, let's talk about like while you're building your business. She same, same <laughs> shit. So now it was hard. Like it was really hard trying to be a paycheck prostitute. Shout out to the the nine to five workers. No, you know, paycheck no prostitute. That's no the shade. goat. You should probably trademark that. I wasn't for me though. I wasn't the one that said it. I just loved it when I heard it, and I was like, "Trying to take that, I like that." If you that. better, you better. Uh, but it's not mine though. Oh, so, so somebody already mine. owns it? No, nobody owns it. But they just said it. <clears throat> yeah, if somebody, I can say the someone can prostitute the. I mean, not prostitute, but trademark the. Right, I understand it, but I just love. I just love. I don't want to say I call people because people that I don't know, they're like, "Can you prostitute?" No, I'm calling you a paycheck prostitute. I'm weak because you are working. From, you, you're Hello? working every week. You're trading every, your time for what? For money. For money. Mm-hmm. Instead of them goodies, honey. They pimping you. Hello, pimping you out for quarters on the dollar. Which I was talking to one of my really good friends. I was like, "Yo, I really used to think I was doing something for fifteen dollars and fifty cents an hour." I thought I was doing something because so, I was hour. a server, right? Mm-hmm. Making thirty to forty dollars an hour as a server. And I'm thinking like, man, we making bread for five. Listen, th- you see you what I'm saying? You gonna tell me that like, when I got promoted, man? When what? you talk about making that cash, at listen, fifteen dollars and fifty. You making you making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, and you think that's a lot of money? No, but no wait lie. till you hit them big dollars, though. Hello, when I cleared hundred thousand dollars in six months, I I had a I had a little come to Jesus moment where I was thinking back. On how hard I used to work for Verizon, how hard I worked for Uncle Sam, and it was stressful. First, first of all, working in retail alone, ass, yeah. zero out of ten. I don't remember, recommend it. I worked it. at J.C. Penney, so I already know the struggle. So you already understand, mm-hmm. like, and then having a kid, and then turning around having another kid, still trying to do the same shit. This shit ain't working, like. And shout out to Verizon because they're the one that gave me the idea to start my own business. Cause I got tired of being broke as fuck. Like, mm. as fuck. I'm literally scraping to get by. Hey, fam. It's Charcelay here. Hopefully, you guys are getting a lot of knowledge. And if you guys are getting value, make sure you click the like, comment, and subscribe button. And definitely hit the bell to get notified because I want to make sure I drop exclusive updates every single day and if you guys have any questions definitely put them in the comments below and hashtag hey slayer and i most definitely get to them when i can if you want to join my exclusive community where you get updates before anybody else does quotes and etc definitely text the word socials to 201-490-3822 family i want to see you win peace out so you have children, you're wanting to be, you're, you're at this point, you're wanting to be an entrepreneur. You're working to become an entrepreneur right. or, or what they call a one entrepreneur at this point. Right. You're not like, are you, cause at this point you're probably on and off with, with getting clients, getting paid. Absolutely. You're not at that stage. So when you're at that one entrepreneur stage, right, how does that look for someone who's a mother who's taking care of the family who like, are you working at this point in time? For me, but like, are you working a job or is it just you, self-employed? No, like, okay, self-employed, hundred percent. So, how does it look as a person who's a who's a mother, has a family, right now in the entrepreneur stage? Because you know there's stages to being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? So, how does that how does that look? How does that look? how did my house look? No, like mindset wise. Um, so I didn't have the mindset shift until a year ago, but I had a mm. mini mindset shift when I realized. 
I missed out on so much of my older son's life by slaving away for somebody else that when my youngest child was born, I was like, I don't want to do that again. Mm. I want to be able to be here and be present. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of moms can relate. Not be annoyed and aggravated because I've been working all day right. and I got to come home, help you do your homework, cook dinner, make sure you get a bath. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly, exactly, it's, exactly. It's, it was frustrating. Mm. And it's just, I was like, something got to shake. It's right. got to, like, it's, I don't know how I'm going to make it shake, but I'm going to make that thing shake. And Facts. 2018 and now, but on my way out, listen, I said, I'm going to still collect the check. This is what I'm finna do. I need Verizon to fire me. I'm not finna just quit. Hell no, nah, absolutely not. So I purposely started to be late. So you can start writing me up mm. and you can fire me. And then I got fired and then I'm going to collect unemployment. Oh, hello. Strategy. I did. See, I've always strategy. You know what I'm saying? I was made to be an entrepreneur, but that was my strategy. And I was like, I'm gonna use that money um, to get where I need to be. Now, before I quit, I had pulled some money out of my 401k to go take the um, cell phone repair classes from Nicole at Cellbotics. Mm. At the time, she was in South Carolina, but now she moved her school to Atlanta. So, oh, you pulled from your 401k, 401k yeah, okay, so to pay for a school. So, are we borrowing as in paying like paying back an in interest, or did we just take it out? No, I just took it out. Okay, so talk about that process of like how. So, let me tell you how I finessed that too. Okay, go ahead. So, I called Nicole, I didn't know Nicole then before mm -hmm. I took the cell phone repair classes, but I know Verizon. Um, they said you could use your 401k mm -hmm. to pay for school. Now, this isn't a traditional school because, you know, like the mentorships we're in, it's not school per right. se, but we're learning. Right, right, right. And Education. I had to figure out a way to finesse how I'm going to be able to use this money. So I called the people at Fidelity and I was like, yo, what do I need to do to, you know what I'm saying, have y'all pay for a school? She's like, well, you need this, 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 and this, you know, mm -hmm. this type of paperwork that you have to turn into us and then we'll approve it. Right. Okay. So I called Nicole up at the time. She like, like I said, I didn't I didn't know her from Adam at that time. Mm -hmm. So I called her up and I was like, hey, my job will, you know what I'm saying? They'll use, they'll let me pay for the class with the 401k. They just need this, this, and this. Is that something you think you could do? Yeah. She mm -hmm. did it. And then it was history from there. Okay. And I took the class. This was before I quit. So I made sure I took the class before I quit. Right. Because I need to see how this thing going to go. Gonna work. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, see right. if this really what I want to do or not. So mm -hmm. took the class. Make, I was making, man, what? <sighs> On my off days when my kids was in school, I was out here fixing phones, unlocking, iCloud removal. Child, I did everything. So everything. what does that look like income-wise on the monthly? It wasn't enough to replace my... Verizon income, but I didn't care. I was so over Verizon. Mm -hmm. I just, I didn't care. I said, this is going to work out by any means necessary. Okay. So I'm glad you said that. Like, what does it take to become an entrepreneur? Because a lot of people are, you know, especially I know on my podcast are probably still working. So what does it take to become an entrepreneur in, in 2022 now? You really got to be like, I don't want to say you have to go all in. I'll say you do, and in your mind, you definitely need to go all in. But be very strategic. Like, I was strategic on my way out. Mm -hmm. Like, like I said, I had them fire me so I could still collect the check. Right. Because, I mean, yeah, being an entrepreneur is cool. Wanting to work for yourself is cool. But we got to put the grind in. We got to have some money coming in. I got kids. They got daycare. They got school. They got mm -hmm. groceries. And sh you know what I'm saying? So, 
I was real strategic. You you do have to, because I wasn't there. I wasn't all in mentally yet. Right. I hadn't made that switch again until, like I said, about a year ago. And But I knew I wanted to do something different. I was tired of doing the same thing. I knew that 100%. Right, right, right. So I would definitely say be strategic in your way out. Be strategic in the way that you move. Let your nine to five, don't, your nine to five is a side hustle. Your business is your job. Right, exactly. That's and that's what my brother says all the time. He's like, "Yeah, I'm heading to the side hustle. I'm I'm heading here, you know." He and and that's how I was, when I was working the job, I was viewing it as a side hustle. I, really, I was just working there to kill time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, because you wanted to just get out. The I house. just wanted to get out the house. Right. You know, we we've been quarantined for so long, and then you know, most of my job is between nine a.m. And it ends between two p.m. So from so from two p.m. for the rest of the day, I'm you free. I'm yeah, I'm doing nothing. Can't really travel like we really want to, right? Here and there, maybe once a month here and there. But like that's once out of thirty days, right? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? What right. are you gonna do out of thirty days of your time? Mm-hmm. You you get what I'm saying? Like you can't really be out the way you need to. Like like you said, when you're doing your routes, you're probably doing routes when you need to do routes, which is what once, once a, month? a month. Yeah, if you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Like event space is automated. Like yeah. you're not doing much. No, I work two days a week. For the people that are on the podcast that probably have a job, what advice do you have to them, have for them in regards to becoming an entrepreneur? If you're trying to transition to being a full-time entrepreneur. Let's start or while you're at work child. and then transitioning. Get everything you can get out of them people, then dip. And I mean, squeeze everything, all the knowledge, watch how they automate, watch how they run their systems, watch how they do their management, watch how they onboard, you know, Mm -hmm. everything, learn everything. So that should be your school per se and how to run a big business Mm -hmm. because I look at myself as an Amazon, as a Walmart, as a target, because that's where I aspire to be in all of my businesses. So. Why would I not mimic the things that they're doing? Why would I not? That's why I don't bend the rules. It's not because, you know, some people think I'm a selfish asshole. <laughs> it's not that. It's just that there are policies and procedures in place for a reason to, one, help keep me on track, help keep my team on track. Mm-hmm. Things have, there's a certain order to things. So learn all you can learn from all these people and then transition. Listen, use what you got to get what you want. Shout out to Players Club. Players Club. Mm-hmm facts so what what do they need to let's say let's say all right i'm having i have some i have some you know some some money saved up okay i got about let's say between two to five grand saved up keep your cash that's dumb work on your credit okay so work on so let's talk about that credit is important absolutely so how important is credit when it comes to life and business 100 percent important so why is that because Again, me learning. If I had, if I had the knowledge I got right now, if we had credit a year ago, I'd be. I'd have been I a swear to God, if I I'd had been the a knowledge, facts, I'd have been a millionaire. It'd be, it'd be, it would be absolutely insane if I had the same knowledge. In twenty twenty, if we, had, if I was just we saying, had time, yo, to what? just like we were no, just literally sitting there for a year. I'd have been a millionaire. Like, I'd have been a millionaire. I we were making bread, like. Yeah. If, well, some of it I was, I was chilling. You were chilling in 2020? No, like, you said you had the event space, right? That didn't come to the end of the year. 
Ah, so the first six months was child stress. <laughs> stress the fuck out. Who finna pay these bills? So wait, so okay, so first six months you're stressed out. What made you make the decision to get in the invest space? Something gotta change, and I said, bro, something gotta change because this shit ain't because COVID is is killing me. Because mm. I can't, one, I can go out and I can still do, you know, my repair thing for my car. But then I'm thinking, because we didn't know what the fuck COVID was. Nah. I'm thinking like, damn, what if I bring this shit back to my kids? What if I bring this back to my mama? Hell, I don't want to die. Lord, I still got stuff to do. Right. You so, know what I'm saying? So things had to change. You had to get, you had, you know, mentally had to shift out of the mindset you were in to yes. get to where you are in now. I was going through a really dark time before the event space so mm -hmm. it was life-changing for me at that moment where i just really 100 percent was like i can let this situation make me or i can let this situation break me okay so how did you just happen to see neo no so i had been following neo for two years prior to really? any of this yeah wow but I originally was going to go half seas with uh, ex-best friend. But then looking back in hindsight, now I'm glad that didn't work out. Ex-best friend. Ex-best friend. Long story. They're now an ex-best oh, friend. Oh, oh, oh. They were my best oh. friend, but now they're my ex-best friend. That best friend. Understood. So you were going to go in business with that best friend, but mm -hmm. you were like, you're gonna go in with Neo. Well, no, I was. I'm talking about like the whole shebang, the mentorship. But then oh, okay. they they flaked, so nothing ever came of it. And then COVID hit, and then you know, everybody else was getting bread left and right for having a small business. Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting no unemployment. They didn't give me nothing, so I was stressed. Wait, for out real? Of my, yes. For what? I was stressed. They. It was oh, so it was just one, You were one of those like, people that just didn't just get didn't it? Just didn't get it. Oh, okay. And then, like, I had been applying and applying and applying and trying to call, try and call and email these folks. It was hell. Yeah, they, they take, it took, like, three to six months just for them to call you and back. So, if they did. Right. So then I got resourceful. I started getting on, and, and I'm, an, I'm a firm believer in using what you got to get mm -hmm. what you want. You don't mm -hmm. need a lot to get where you're trying to go. I didn't right. have anything. So I knew I needed that money. Right. Listen, I need that money so i went and i started looking up facebook groups where georgia department of labor like how are people getting their money so then i found a facebook group dedicated to unemployment for um entrepreneur what was it like the, you know what i'm saying like the federal right something, right something, something. right right and then they told me what to do and i did it it still took forever but i remember the day i had all but given up hope child about everything in life in general and then i get a notification on my phone i'm laying in my bed looking at the ceiling like oh fuck I get a notification on my phone and then I see it's an email. I was like, damn, it's probably another bill, dude, that I can't fucking pay. But I said, self, go ahead and open it. I opened that email up. Baby, it was from Georgia Department of Labor. They probably sent you everything. You Baby, missed. one lump sum, honey. <laughs> one lump. Uh, yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> that check was probably Listen, thick. It was fourteen five eighty eight. Now, mind you. I was like hella behind on the, but then I was like, they ain't even evicted nobody, so that's why I wasn't paying rent. So I had to pay back all my bills, all of my bills, all my car. It was just so much shit going on in twenty twenty for me. It was like a it lot. was terrible. It was it was bad for everyone. For Bro, that was horrible. So I paid up all my bills, and then I ended up having like six k left, 
and I was stressed, but I was not stressed. So I remember you had the bills that you you were good on the bills, yeah, but then but you were like, "What next?" Still, yeah, that's literally what I said. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What's next?" So I'm like, "Damn, all right." So I prayed over my money. I said, "Lord, I just want this money to make money." And it was like a week or so later. I'm scrolling on Instagram again, and then now remember, I had already thought about doing event spaces two years ago, but then right. it flaked, and it just. You know how you forget something, then it come back around, but it came back around again. Like, I seen Neil on the timeline, like, sign up for the webinar or ads, because we know Neil's the ad king, okay? That man. Advertising sheesh. king. Text messages and all. Emails, what? All, all of that. It. But I saw a, um, an ad for the webinar. So I signed up for the webinar, and I listened to him talk. And I'm just like, damn, this might be some shit. Mm-hmm. Damn, I might need to really try this. So I was like, and and people were like, were you scared to invest? Nah, what I got to lose? What do I have to lose? I have literally nothing else left to lose. Mm-hmm. So at the time, then it was fourteen hundred dollars. Now it's not, but it was fourteen hundred then. So remember, I only got six k. Right, right. So so what is that? Forty six left. Yeah, forty six hundred left. So I paid the the fourteen. I think it's like fourteen something for the course. Mm-hmm. And got in the Facebook group. And, you know, I was just sitting back looking through the Facebook group. And I remember when I first got the course, I took my time with it. Like, I, I went really serious on it. Then, you know, I'm like, damn, that money getting a little low. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you got to make some shake. So then I started getting in the Facebook group, paying attention, seeing, like, all the things. Everybody getting their spaces. So I told myself, you're going to sit your ass down and you're going to finish this course. Facts. So I sat down. And I only I finished it in a day. And then, like, the day after, I said, okay, bet. I'm finna drive, and I'm finna go look for spaces. Like, because I got to make this money do something. Right, like, exactly. Like, it, 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 I don't have anything else. Hey, fam, it's Charcelay here. Hopefully, you guys are getting a lot of knowledge. And if you guys are getting value, make sure you click the like, comment, and subscribe button. And definitely hit the bell to get notified, because I want to make sure I drop exclusive updates every single day and if you guys have any questions definitely put them in the comments below and hashtag hey slayer and i most definitely get to them when i can if you want to join my exclusive community where you get updates before anybody else does quotes and etc definitely text the word socials to 201-490-3822 family i want to see you win peace out right so i drove around it took me Two days to find my space. Really? Yes. Maybe I need to do some driving. Yes. I was that dedicated. And I was caught like blowing people like I was dedicated. So it took me two days to find my space. I found my space. But the thing is, like, you know, when unemployment they sent the money on that little prepaid card or whatever. Mm-hmm. You couldn't pull no money out that prepaid card unless it was through an ATM. You couldn't transfer, you couldn't cash app, you couldn't do nothing. So only cash so central. I had to pay the first month and the last month. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. the lady was like, you got to pay all this, this, that, and the third, which that was only going to leave me with like $1,000. All right. So we talking, we talking $1,000 left. Right. After spending the first and last month and spending the program, 1400 yes. for the program. So. 6K was all I had. I had $1,000 left. I had to still pay for utilities. I had to prep for a grand opening. I had to paint. I had to get my speakers. I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? And I was like, did I just waste money? 
Am I tripping? When I signed the lease, I had a, a panic attack. I remember the day. I, I looked happy too. in the picture, but I had a panic attack. I really sat in my car and I had a panic attack. I was like, holy, f oh my God, what did I just do? This was so stupid. I should have listened to my daddy. I shouldn't have took that money and did. It was so many different thoughts that were going through my mind. So in entrepreneurship, there is doubt. Absolutely. And in you the had part of that doubt. I did. And I was like, I, I remember the day when I told myself, so like I said, I still had to have utilities cut on. Which, thank God, Georgia Power put that on the bill. Right. So, it gave me some time. I um, negotiated three months free on my rent. So, I had a little cushion. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I had to find somebody to paint the building. The quotes I got, remember, all I had was $1,000. Right. They was like, mm, this don't fit in my budget. So... I ended up having a DIY, but then I found somebody to do it through another resource in the community that we talked about. Mm. And it was only a little bit, but then I really had to like humble myself because I had to tell dude, like, I ain't got the money to pay you. Mm. So we worked something out after that. But then like around the same time, like my grand opening was coming up. So I was shitting bricks because I had vendors coming in. I had no tables. No chairs. And like, I remember having another little breakdown in the car. I was crying and like boohooing to my mama on the phone because it's so, I was like, it's so much. I'm so overwhelmed with all of this. Right. And then shout out to my auntie. She came through, she rented the tables and chairs and stuff for me because the only tables that I had, them rectangle tables, like during COVID was like a hundred dollars a piece. Wait, and for real? Hell yeah. God, them six foot tables was $100 a pop. That's that's Like kinda, 60, that's 70. But again, it's a <laughs> pandemic. Everything, every, it's a shortage on everything. And the way that I wow. paid for those, I, I fucked around and found out that uh, I was building business credit. Didn't even know I was building business credit, but I was building business credit. I didn't know right. what I was doing. So of course. I had a Home Depot card. They was like, they giving me $500. So I said, shit, let's run this hoe up. And you ain't got I no I went and bought my paint. Um, cause dude told me he was going to paint for a real cheap price. If I bought the paint, mm -hmm. I bought the paint and I bought whatever chairs and tables that I could with that money. Max that little $500 out quick, quick. Okay. So you have all that you, 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 you were resourceful. Very much. You were relatable and real, no matter where you were at to get that specific right. event space up. How much do you think total will it take to open an event space i did it with six thousand dollars <laughs> start to finish and just imagine if it wasn't coming from just imagine if i had that extra 14 that i that you know what i'm saying i didn't spend on the course mm -hmm. i probably could have did a little bit more right you know what i'm saying because i had i had speakers i had you know what i'm saying like all i did was speakers and paint and my auntie was the one that rented the tables and chairs like you would have thought on my grand opening you would have never knew that i had a panic attack and I was out there for the pass out. But <laughs> I like I remember my my mindset shift came when I the day the night before the grand opening. I'm in there like I don't know how to wax or buff, but I was in there because it's wood floors. I was trying to make the floors look shiny, make them look right. nice because I can't pay somebody to come in here and do all this stuff for me. Right. So I'm on YouTube trying to look this shit up and figure it out. And I remember I said to myself, I was like, bro, you either gonna worry about this shit or you gonna make it work. Mm-hmm. Again, has I to work having, or it has to work. Listen, and that's what I said. That is literally what I said. It has to work or it has to work. And from that point on, 
So no one, knowing all of that, all the struggle, all the the doubt, the worry, like, how much did you make that first month? My first month in the game, because again, I'm still learning and figuring right. out this marketing thing. Mm-hmm. I remember when I made my first five hundred dollars. Cause you you've seen how big my space is, have you? Yeah, I have. Okay, huge. Yeah, five hundred dollars. I was ecstatic. Mm. I'm like, damn, five hundred dollars for something I did by myself, and I had to do no work. And her event went until like May. It was February. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Booking, so, booking. And I remember I posted every single day on Instagram mm. from the venue page, every day. For how long? Every day. Every day. So you still post that daily right now? Not not as much anymore, no. But like when I first started, every day, even before it was open, I was posting every day. The countdown, mm. every day till we open. This, this, and third. Pre-sale, pre-booking, pre-this, pre-that. My first month was $500. Technically, my, my first month opening was February. February 20th, the end of February. So it was only $500. 2021? Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be twenty twenty one. Yeah, so we're talking five hundred dollars twenty twenty one. What about the, like, when did you start seeing the consistency? Increase. Yeah, the the the, next the compound. So March, and I could pull it up. I think it was like six seven k for March. So we jumped from five hundred to to close to seven k mm-hmm. in one month. Let me see if I can pull it up for you. That's probably when you were like, oh, this is real. I was like, oh shit, no. So it was like 6K. I remember my first close to 10K month. And I was like, oh, fuck me. Fuck. Like $10,000? Like That's crazy. $10,000 of dollars. So right now, do you how, how much do you make consistently, give or take, right now? In a bad month for me is 10K. And what's a good month? 20. 20? I'd say that's a decent month. So we're making yeah. we're making ten to twenty thousand mm-hmm. consistently mm-hmm. every single month. Six figures consistently yes. in a year. So and that's not including the other four or five businesses that you have on the side. No. Okay. Right. So now how are you balancing your event space and all the other businesses that you have? Like not including being about just the just the business space side. So the businesses, like I I'm one of them people where I feel like I'm like a squirrel. Like, a squirrel? yeah, because, you know, squirrels, they be, you know what I'm saying? Squirrels always okay, moving like they got right. something to do got or you. they got somewhere to be. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And they be darting. They're like little crackheads. I look mm-hmm. like squirrels are like crackheads because if you, you ever just sit and watch the squirrel, like, yeah, where's just, that nigga going? Just, like, he got somewhere to be. Like, yeah, you just look at how he's thing. moving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I, I know I have to, everybody says, you got to master one thing before you move on to something else. I don't feel like that is me. I feel like I can multitask some things now. Now, granted, we all know if you're not giving 100 percent to one thing, you're gonna lack some. Mm-hmm. Something's gonna lack somewhere. But I feel like now with the event space, I'm to a point where that's good. Mm-hmm. Now I can branch out. Like uh, I don't. This doesn't need 100 percent of my focus now. Right now, I can take majority and move it over here because this is running. This is up. This is doing what it needs to do now consistently without me. So you're so this business is automated. So is this without your team at the time when it came to first? No, that was all me. That was all, okay. So first year. When was did all you me. start hiring? 
when was that? When was the first? Because the first, my first person, technically my little brother helped me, like mm -hmm. some for my grand opening, but the whole year it was really me. I was the one setting up, breaking down, doing events, decor, and I was doing decor too. I learned that online, like how to decorate. So you started hiring recently. Yeah, this is all recent. VAs, like, do you have yeah. in person? Yeah. So six people that are in person, two cleaners, um, two venue managers, and then two people to help them. Okay. So how how does it look when it comes to paying someone in person compared to VAs? Um, it's really no different. Um, I, I honestly I like in person just because you're here and I can I can I can delegate a lot more versus just behind a computer behind mm -hmm. a computer I know what it is I'm getting and that's all I can get out of you now granted I'm gonna maximize everything Facts. behind that computer or the I'm gonna get it all mm -hmm. but like in person I can send them to do this send them to do that pick this up drop this off go you know what I'm saying like it's a it's a lot so when you're hiring someone in person what does that interview process look like um, first time around, mm -hmm. it, the first guy came to me from, he actually was visiting the space. He was a client's photographer mm. and he, you know, we chatted a little bit, had a conversation. He was like, no, I really want to learn the business. And I told him just show up, show up. He'd been there every weekend ever since. And he drives from Savannah. That's a mean little, that's a mean little drive right there. Yeah, he's so, dedicated. So you're, so the interview process showing up. You know, I'm pretty sure as you got more into it, you started to get more mature in your business mm -hmm. and you started learning what it took, what it takes mm -hmm. to grow a business and scale it. So let's talk about scaling real quick. Right. You have multiple businesses. People are probably paying attention to this podcast and they're like, man, she has a lot of businesses. She's doing this and she's a mom. And you're hiring. You have mm -hmm. a full team. You probably have, what, close to 20 people right now, right? Six. It's, it's just six. I'm talking about like all for, businesses. Um, Like, what, 10, 15 maybe going on? Let me think. Contractors count. Ugh. Well, then, if contractors they, they, count, If then... they pay in taxes, if you if there is taxes involved, um, that is your team. Damn, I didn't think about that one. Um, I'd have to get back with you. Yeah. It's Did probably... You, yeah. It's, 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 it's probably maybe, maybe 10, 10, 11, 10, 11. Yeah. Yeah, 10, well, that's 11. dope, right? You yeah. got 10, 11 consistently reliable people that I know a hundred percent are going to get the job done. Yeah. 11, 11. That's dope. So you have, you're running five to six, around five businesses, right? Give or take. You have 11 people working for you. Is this full-time, part-time? Mm, yeah. I guess I would consider it part-time now. My venue managers, eventually, they're, I would like them to be full-time. So is The direction that we're going. So you're scaling even further, mm -hmm. which is what we what we doing. Right. That right. and some other stuff, too. So I'm doing a couple of things for my family. Um, like, I'm going to get one where my dad is, where he's located. And where is he located? Um, well, he lives in the Philippines, but right now he's in Columbus. Well, that's a long way to do. That's like well, how many is that? Twenty six hours. Columbus, Georgia. No, Phil oh Philippines. No. Columbus, Georgia. Columbus, Georgia. <laughs> okay, yes, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, twenty six yes. hour walk, right? I know. Who do you know that has an international event space? 
That is wait. So he hasn't. Oh, so we talking mm-hmm. over there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so one that'll give me an excuse to to, to, to go see my peoples in, the, in Philippines. the Philippines. Absolutely, for sure. And my then, team out there. So that's another thing that my dad's working on because he already has an entire staff. The my finest dad, staff. Huge. Hundreds. Huge. I'm not gonna put my daddy business out there because so, he ain't gonna come and knock me in my head. So, so he he in this game for real right now. Absolutely. So. That's dope. My dad's starting, um, we're both starting together, a virtual assistant business. Like I said, the credit repair, the business credit for me. Like, it's so much stuff that we're doing. He also wants to do Airbnbs. That's dope. To, like, Bishop want to do it all. That's I dope. feel like he's reliving his glory days through me. I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I got to meet you. I got to meet your father for real. Oh, Dwayne is cool. Dwayne snaps. Pass the lap. I gotta, I gotta see. Bishop Lap. My, my Duane and your Duane right. might get along very well. And they will. They will. They absolutely They might will. have 100%. a whole conversation on their own time for no, real. No, they will. Like, that, they, my stepdad might as well be a pastor how often he does it for, like, just talking scriptures and. But that's good. Oh, yeah. Duane quotes him, totes him. Listen, yeah, he carries him, holds him. You feel he me? He ain't playing he no games. He can shoot him out from the hip. I'm weak. All not, the time. Not the hip. He can shoot them things out from the hip. He can. Not the hip. And he teaches me everything that I know spiritually. He's also my spiritual advisor, my spiritual nice. mentor. We always we always need them too. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk before we close, let's talk about like let's really deep down on the mentorship right quick, right? So, do you think that you need a coach in every field? I a think life I need coach, yes. a finance coach. Yes. Hell yeah. Speaking of finances, man, listen. We made two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but we spent some money. I know and taxes probably coming in thick. Oh my god, I'm scared to file taxes. Jesus, aren't we all? No, I don't think we all are. I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified. About I don't. Taxes. I don't particularly care for taxes, but I know it's important. If you know a good CPA, right, please. I a, oh, I know it's a good CPA. Send them my way. Oh, I I know a good one. Please, I know. Send it he or I, she I my way. I don't. I I don't think anyone likes paying taxes. But I know a good one who can really, you know what I mean, get you right, though. Please, for the love of God, get me right. Because I already know they finna knock my socks loose with these taxes. You Look, hear me? you need, because he going to tell you, I'm talking tax strategist, not no regular CPA. I need somebody to do everything. I, I need, don't want to worry about it. I'm talking 365 days. That's what I need. I need somebody to do it for me because I don't want to do it. Okay, let, let's get it. All right, I'll, I'll refer you. I got his number in my phone. Okay. So let's 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 add, let's close it out. How can how can they find? Tanisha Lett. First of all, don't be saying my government like that. <laughs> don't be saying my government. You're lucky here. I don't know your middle name. Tanisha is my middle name, so joke's on you. Oh. Hmm. Anywho. Well, your other names. Good for you that you don't. It's fine. Let me hide my ID. Because <laughs> you're not going to do this. So, the quickest way to find me. Don't send me no... Don't send me no friend requests on Facebook because I'm not going to accept it. Everybody named Mama know Facebook is for friends, family, and close people only. I'm weak. But you can definitely follow me on Instagram, Nisha, too cool, N-E-S-H-A, the number two, K-O-O-L. Absolutely. Again, don't send me no friend request just because he done told y'all my name on Facebook because I'm, I'm going to look at it and it's going <laughs> to sit there. Because Facebook is really personal. Do you get like OD amount of friend requests on Facebook? I get Oh, I get hundreds. It's unnecessary. Wait, do you you be getting like the it be, the, it be you be getting holes in your DMs? I, no, I don't know what I don't go on my DMs. I'd be afraid to go on my DMs. Why? Do you not know how many DMs there are? Yes. Do I need to show you? 
<laughs> yes, I get tons of DMs. Yeah, you be ignoring my shit too. There were too many. You know my stuff automated. I don't care. <laughs> and what I tell you, take me, take me off. I can't. Don't care. No, I think I can. You can. Or what is it? I think it's called whitelist, right? Yeah, I can't you can. Whitelist yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I can. I know you can. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. You should. Oh, now they got it where you can do Instagram lives on on my little Nami. So anytime somebody put a comment in there, they get a DM. Hmm. I don't DM anybody. But I, I do don't DM anybody DMs. either. That's I do get a lot of DMs. I get OD. But Facebook some are is too wanted. much. Some are wanted. Some are definitely not wanted. Um, weak. Okay, so they can follow you on Instagram. Absolutely. Where else? Where? Where is that the only place? It's the only place I want to give out. Oh. oh. Yes. Oh, so you bougie. Absolutely. All it's right. It's the only place I want to give out. You're not getting my Twitter. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. Absolutely Are not. we talking explicit content on no, Twitter? First of all, my daddy's a pastor. I would never, but ain't nobody getting on my Twitter. Except Twitter's for the people the that's... News. New? Twitter been around. I'm, I'm talking about news. No. Twitter been around. Y'all sleep. What? I've been getting been all the news on Twitter. No, I get everything from Twitter. All the laughs come first. They come through Twitter. Then they trickle down to Instagram. Then they get them at Facebook. Okay? What about TikTok? Now, t- oh, you can definitely follow me on TikTok I was about well. to say. I come on now. I have TikTok. My TikTok is no degree niche. No degree niche. No degree niche because I'm out here with N-E-S-H-A? Listen, oh N-I-S-H. no. No degree. Oh, niche. I'm gonna let you tell it. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that one came from because somebody had made a comment to me and he was like, "Damn, you gonna been in school like how many times?" I was like, "I'm on my Kanye West shit. I'm really on my Kanye shit. Like college dropout. Mm. I'm a professional college dropout. Mm. Mm-hmm. Professional. And you were in the military. I was. Wow." You're just, a, you're just a book of stories. Listen, <laughs> I'm really a Tyler Perry movie. No, I'm a Lifetime movie. A Tyler Perry movie. I'm really like a mix of a Tyler Perry and Lifetime movie. Uh, a little bit of HBO thrown in there. You feel me? HBO. No, when I write this book. It's fine. What you want here? We got okay. one. When I write this book, it's really gonna, it's going to be a series. Just watch. Okay. All right. Look, I, let them let them tell it. No, okay, it's always it. best when somebody else say it. Hell nah, cause they ain't gonna tell it right. I got to tell what had happened was. Okay, I'm weak. Well, I got to tell it. Well, all right then. Look, we I'm, I appreciate you for being on this podcast. You didn't taught welcome. me a lot though. Really? And yeah, you did a lot of stuff. I didn't know. In an hour. And in, in an hour has it been an hour? I thought it was more than an hour. Probably. Probably more than that. It don't matter. But you taught me a lot, especially oh, about the vending machine. I thought I was pretty knowledgeable about the vending machine space. Mm. But we gonna get we we just paid for a whole program and everything on the vending machine space. Honestly. Really? Yeah. What program? But I want the gumball machines. Yeah, that's easy. I want the gumball that's machines. Easy. You gonna put me on? It's easy. I promise. I like it's it's. It's a lot. I say it's easy, but it, yeah. They know. always say it's deep more than what it is. Right. It's simple. It's easy because it's somebody, I'm doing it. But coming from there, it's not. Right, right, right. 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 All right. So, but yeah, let's, let's, we're going we gonna, to we gonna talk about it. All right, you guys, we're going to close it out. We appreciate you. Like I said, we are on the new and improved Digital Empire podcast. Your host, Chart Slayer. We in the game. We appreciate you, Tanisha Lett, for actually Thank you gracing so us with your presence. I appreciate you for right. having me. Thank you so much. One hundred percent. And like I like I always say, you guys go ahead and teach someone something new. Refer us. Go on to reviews. Tell me which. Tell me what you think about the podcast. Like, subscribe, all that good jazz. And we're gonna go ahead and see y'all in the next video, next podcast, and all. Peace out. Peace.